0: i was given a kind of a gift on a couple days ago and i want to pass it on to you this is just personal we're learning together from the sermon of the mount and uh we'll get back to marching through the text what I want to talk about today really is none the category of great statement that Jesus makes in the sermon that we'll come back to over and over. Matthew 6.33 But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And everything else will be granted to you. And uh, the kingdom, of course, is God at work where God is present and active. So... I was, I have been uh, bounding this kind of nasty flu for some time and everything will be fine. See so a doctor, all that stuff. So don't worry about it. But it's just stubborn and I will not describe it because that w- would be edifying. And, um, Nance had gone to speak in Texas recently with the flu. Um, so she is on a pretty heroic journey. And I was just feeling a little bit lonely and a little bit sorry for myself and, and said to God, okay, uh, When I feel like this, God, what can I do? How can I be with you? Because it's not going to be naturally a good mood. You know, um, walking with Jesus is not the same thing as being in a good mood, although we often get those two things confused. And so, uh, as I will sometimes do, I started the day just listening to a talk that uh, Dallas Wood gave. And it was on, um, what is it like to be saved? How do you save your life. And uh, it's tied precisely to Jesus' command, seek first a kingdom. Uh, the question was not, uh, how do you get your soul saved? Well, sometimes in the church you use that kind of language for, how do you make sure you're going to go to heaven when you die? But this is, uh, how do you save your life, like your actual life from one moment to the next? Because salvation, Dallas said, is never there; it's always here. It's never then; it's always now. And the primary synonym, at least certainly one of them, in the Bible for salvation is deliverance. Talked about old story in the Old Testament where Jonathan, King Saul's son, uh, wins a great battle against the Philistine. And uh, so they talk about how he has won this day a great deliverance, a great salvation for us. Well, what are you being delivered from? What are you being saved from? And often we'll think about that in terms of being saved so that I can go to heaven and not go to hell, that that's uh, primarily what it's about. But really, deliverance, where salvation is to come for us, Uh, is in our life right here, right now. Dallas said the great uh, illusion is uh, that that you will be... uh, the, The world is set up to waste your time. The world is set up to waste your time. And it will do that by trying to convince you that what you do doesn't matter. And if you just did something else, if you had another uh, larger, better, nobler calling or job or whatever that would be worth. And so what you miss is being a part of this moment and bringing to it love and joy and peace, which is where his life is right now. Seek first the kingdom. And it's not looking for something that is, uh, esoteric, or unavailable to us. In Romans 8, I'm sorry, Romans 5, Paul makes this statement that is kind of staggering to me uh, because I didn't think about things in this way. Paul says, For if while we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to Him through the death of His Son, how much more, having been reconciled This is Romans 5.10. Shall we be saved through his... And then what word do you think is going to come next? And I would always think of, shall we be saved through his death? He died, so I get to go to that. It's not what Paul says. Shall we be saved through his life? It is his life, and not the life just that Jesus lived while he was, the life that Jesus lives right now with you where you are. That's what will save you and me, entering into his life. See, salvation is being caught up in the life that Jesus is living right now on this earth. And one of the ways of talking about that is the kingdom of God. And I can find that. But the problem is, I I just I miss it one moment after another moment after another moment after another moment. And it's really very, very simple. It's to recognize Jesus is here. Now, he's inviting me to look for his kingdom and to bring love and peace and joy through the Spirit into this task, into this relationship, into this moment. And I can do that. See, you can do that. I can bring love. Now, what happened to me a couple days ago was I was just overwhelmed by the emotion of this still gripping to me just thinking about that. And somehow it was like a veil got lifted and I could just see it. And uh, at one point my daughter called and instead of it just being one more phone call, the FaceTime call, it was uh, overwhelmingly clear to me. What a remarkable person this is. And what an amazing gift that... I should be loved by somebody like that. And so, and again, there's no, it's it's not rocket science. I can just bring curiosity and caring and attention and full presence to this moment. I don't have to generate any emotion. It's just, and then I am being saved by his life because i am caught up in it. And they're bringing love. And she just talked through, they were on a little trip, uh, their oldest kid won, uh, kid won forty bucks at bingo games, so I was like, "Who knew the kids got the spiritual gift of bingo?" And just, uh, just to be able to find out what was going on and express love and care and concern together with them, uh, and and that's that's the offer in each moment. Dallas said, uh, you know, where Paul says we are to redeem the time because the days are evil. Your time is already in the pawn shop of lost souls. And the way that that works is, I just think, well, uh, this moment doesn't matter very much. And, and what happens for me, what makes that search for the kingdom so incredibly fragile is that I'm, I'm just susceptible to so many stupid thoughts. And they're not you know, terribly evil. It's just, oh, no, I'm comparing myself to this person. Oh, no, I'm dissatisfied with that. Oh, no, I'm remembering what this person said, and that makes me angry. Oh, now I'm thinking about how do I look, and I'm not satisfied with that. Oh, no, I'm thinking about how much money do I have, and what if that's not going to be the right amount. And and all of those thought after thought after thought uh, uh, destroys my deliverance in this moment, where right now I can be fully present with you. And bring the best love and faith, peace, joy that I'm able to with God. So, I just wanted to let you know about that. And uh, because I was thinking that maybe that gift from God of being able to see it quite clearly, at least for a few hours... It's a gift that God would give to you as well, and uh, you don't have to force it. We should never force it. We're never trying to make God give us an experience. It's not about the feelings. I can be a deeply feeling person, and easy for me to idolize feelings. No, it's not the point. The point is just simply I can, with my will, uh, keep coming back to. You. That's where that little book, that practicing the presence of God, is so helpful to me. Just okay, in this moment, what task do I have to do? What person, if there is one, is present for me? And then God helped me to see the significance of this. Nance was coming home from that trip to Texas last night. She wasn't feeling well. And so I just had this thought. She loves warm jammies. And I had done the wash. So I thought, well, I will put the pajamas in the dryer because I knew when she was getting home. So that when she gets home, there will be clean, warm jam. And it was like, I get more points for that than lots of stuff I've done that's taken lots more time. Just, just that thought of how do I care for this person in this moment with uh, a little touch of creativity or love? We're saved by his life. We're saved by his life. Your time is in the pawn shop of lost souls. The world is doing this to you from one moment to the next. It doesn't really matter whether you bring to this moment a heart of love and openness and curiosity and caring or whether you bring cynicism and ingratitude and simmering resentment and uh, voracious ego doesn't really yet does. us yeah it does yeah it does and no one has ever known this like Jesus see no one has ever offered people into the opportunity of another kind of existence. Jesus will save our lives. And he saves us by his life. So that's what you look for today. Make it a golden rule day. I love you. I'm so grateful. For you. been listening to Become New with John Orpert, where you can receive 10 minutes of daily teaching about the person you're becoming. If you like what you're hearing, you can head on over to our website, becomenew.com, where John has over seven 10-minute teachings on the person you're becoming, cataloged in 20 different series covering a range of topics you might be interested in. If you'd like to receive the emails that go along with each episode that include extra resources and discussion questions you can let us know at become new.com slash subscribe. Lastly, if you have a prayer request, there's a team of us who meet each weekday to pray for listeners just like yourself. You can send your specific request to us at the number 855-888-0444. I'm glad you're here and we'll catch you next time.